Then we go let the Holy Spirit flow. God, I just come and I say thank you. I thank you for allowing me to present your son, Jesus. I thank you for working through me. Thank you for looking at little rejected me and you made me a bold woman of God. And I thank you. And as I speak here today, let it be the Holy Spirit that speaks to me. Because we can say nothing, but you have all power and authority. And we thank you and we give you honor and we give you the glory on today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. First, I want to say thank you to my brother. This is all God-ordained. Never would I have thought I would be standing here in his pulpit. We all come from the block. And let me, let me tell y'all something. The block done showed up, y'all. The block done set the table out there. The block done playing things I didn't even know they were playing. And I thank God for them. You know, you grow up and you don't understand and you, 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 you think you're poor and you think you're this. No, we were rich. We were rich. And I thank them. And it all started with my, my brother here inviting me. And then I, my PR person, y'all got to tell him, I, I got to tell this story. Even before I wrote my book, I was riding the church, and I tell a lot of stories, and that's how God used me. I was riding the church, and Father told me, call Portia and tell her she's going to be your PR. And I thought, PR for what? I don't do anything. Well, I, I'm obedient. I called her, and I said, Portia, the Lord said that you're supposed to be my PR. She said, okay. And I said, okay. She said, yeah, okay, and I'm honored. I'm honored to do it. And I said, but Portia, what am I doing? She said, I don't know. She said, but I'm honored. I said, okay. So I hung up and went on. Well, the book came out. Okay, still not too much, you know. Well, when the book came out, she called me. She said, we got to move. We got things to do. I said, we got things to do. She said, yeah, and you coming home. And I said, no, slow down, slow down, slow down. I don't know about all that. Well, you know, I prayed about it, and God said, yeah, because I'm sending you in the steps of Jesus. And he said, where did Jesus go and do the official official? And I said, well, Lord, I've been working. He said, but where, where did he go? And I said, he went to Nazareth to where he was brought up. He said, and that's where I'm sending you. So I called Portia. I said, it's a go. Father said, it's a go. Well, it's been on since then, so she's my PR, y'all. So if anybody need anything, get in touch with her. So I'm like, well... Is she my manager too, Lord? And he said, yeah. I said, but oh, Father, you sure? I said, you know, ever since we've been children, Tina and Portia have bossed me around, ordered me what to do, and I said, I'm not done yet. And I said, now you go give authority. You sure, Daddy? He said, yeah. And I said, okay. Lord, y'all, she's been bossing me. She's been, she been this. And I done been here. I didn't even know I was going. I've been speaking here. I've been, I've been talking to young men. I said, I got to go speak to a women's clinic on Monday. I'm like, I'm, oh, use me. Use me. So he knew what he was doing. Although I thought, oh, Lord, here we go. She great boss me some more. And now she got authority to boss me? Whoo. But I thank God for I thank God for I thank God for and I just thank God for my family. I thank God for each and every one of you being here to hear what the Lord is thus saying to you.
I'm going to get on with the word because I'm going to get you out of here like you're supposed to be because y'all get to talking about Jesus. I don't know how to stop. I get so excited that he's using me to do his work that it's just a blessing. It's a blessing. Now I'm going to tell you about that song my daughter sang. It's a John Legend song, but it's a God song. When I was really down and out, didn't know where my life was headed and what was going on in my life. But y'all, I'm saving church doing all this time. And I'm smiling and I got the face on and you know, I got all that going on. But then inside my heart is broken and I'm hurting. I'm a dead woman walking. And I went to an event that my daughter sang at and she sang the song. And you know, people say uh, only gospel. No, God minister you song. And she sang that song and we're not in a church venue. We're not in a gospel section. She sang that song, and I began to praise the Lord because Jesus was singing it to me. He gave it to my heart. Y'all doing what y'all doing, but I'm standing here crying, praising God, thanking Jesus in the middle of all this going on, so you can't tell me you can't praise God anywhere you at. And that song ministered to my heart, so that's why I had her sing it today. And then the song... Tyra danced off of God turning around. Y'all never heard that song till uh, last Friday. I don't listen to the radio. I went in and I was talking to my mom and I was like, I, I, I just don't know where God is leading me. I have no idea for nothing. I don't know anything, mom. I said, I'm so overloaded. I just don't know what to give. She said, baby, just trust the Lord. He, he'll do it. I get in the car. Y'all. I said, is this poltergeist? What's going on? Why this radio come on? I don't listen to the radio. The song that came on, God turned it around. And I looked at the radio and I said, God turned it around. Then I started hearing the words. I said, who, who is this? And it went off. I grabbed my phone because I don't remember everything real well. And I did a voice memo of the song. And I said, well, when you get home, you, you, you listen to this song. So I heard the song. And then uh, my PR sent me a song. And then I had one in my heart, so I said, Lord, it's three. I don't know what to do. And I said, but I know this guy turned around There's something about it. So I sent it to my sister, Robbie, who's a prophetess of prophetess. And I said, I'm going to send these to my sister because she know, she, her, spirit, her, spirit, her spirit will know what to do. So I sent them to her, and I said, okay, I get, I get a lot of feedback from my daughter because the book wouldn't have came about if it wasn't for my daughter and my son. So I sent it to my daughter, and I said, well, Lord, I'm, I'm waiting to see, because I got, I got to call Carolyn back with a song, and if I don't call Pastor back by Wednesday, like you told me, I'm going to be in trouble, so somebody, we, we got to get this going. Well, in the middle of the night, because, you know, we're a little bit off from yarn time, my phone go off, and I look, and my sister got in all bold letters, God turning around, I mean, 15 explanation points. And I was like, okay, that's the one I heard on the radio, okay? So when I get up in the morning, my daughter called me, she said, Mom, it's I love you. And the name of the other song was I love you. And I said, okay, well, she gave me I love you. She gave me God turning around. Okay, Father, you will tell me what to do. So I just went on about my day. And I said, well, we'll figure it out. Well, he said, let me tell you. He said, I sent you to the prophet because she got my spirit and she got my heart in Muskegon. She just owed the atmosphere in Muskegon. She know what's needed in Muskegon. So that song I turned on the radio is for today. So then I was like, well, 
Lord, my daughter said, I love you. He said, now let me, let me tell you about her. He said, your daughter knows your heart. Your daughter know that you are madly in love with me. Your daughter know you don't breathe without Jesus. So her heart went to, I love you. And he said, that was a song for you personally. He said, but the song your sister and I gave you on the radio is for the people. Because yes, it is all about me, but it's all about y'all right now. And this is what God gave me for Muskegon. I will arise and favor will flow. Favor that cannot be measured. And he gave me Isaiah 60 and, one, 60 and 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, Muskegon, and the glory of the Lord is written upon you. So I said, okay, okay, God, you told me to give him that word? What we got going on? Still don't know what's going on, y'all. I'm laying in the bed the other, the, the, the other morning, and I hear miracles in Muskegon. He said, that is your title, Miracles in Muskegon. Muskegon, get ready, because miracles is coming. He sent me to Genesis 1, 26. It says, let's make man in our own image, according to our likeness. That's okay, Father. Go to John 4, 17b. As he is, so are we in this world. And who is that? He, he that's Jesus. So we're going to say it like this. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. John 17, 20 through 23. John 17, 20 through 20, 23 says, my prayer, and this is Jesus talking to us. My prayer is not for them, the disciples alone. I pray also, y'all, if I say glory sometimes because I put my name in there because I take it personal. I pray also for glory, who will believe in me through their message, that glory may be one, Father, just as you are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them glory, the glory, listen to them two names, that, <laughs> that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them, I in them and you in me. May they be brought, brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. I said, okay, okay, God. Proverbs 23, 7 and 8. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks because you know the heart can think. And when you read my book, you'll, you'll understand what I mean by the heart can think. He said, so is he. He said, let us make man so that he will be me. And you know that came again 
through Jesus. So let me ask y'all this, and this may throw you off a bit. So who are we? Y'all know who we are. We Jesus. Now y'all may look at that like that's heresy. What is she saying? But listen to everything I just read. He said, as Jesus is, not was, what is he right now? He's sitting at the right hand of Father. He said, as he is, so are we in this world. He said that we are one. So if we are one, what is our part? Our part is not to create, but to take advantage to what is already created, and that's the life of Jesus. And let me say this, you won't find you until you find him. Because seeing Jesus is finding yourself. Because you are him. Believe what Jesus said. It is time for us to believe Jesus is us. And you got to believe before them experiences. You know, we can go to the doctor and the doctor can say, this is wrong with you, that's wrong with you, and we leave convinced. Oh, this is wrong. Oh, this is that. And even if we didn't have symptoms, we got symptoms now. Because we allow, and I don't talk about him because I don't give him no glory because he ain't got nothing because he's a defeated foe. But we allow the enemy to put in us and believe these symptoms and what somebody else who ain't God said. But yet we got our Father telling us, our Creator telling us that we are healed. We walk as Jesus. We are new creations. But we fail to believe it. But it ain't our fault because we were thinking wrong. When you think wrong, then you believe wrong. You do wrong. You don't see the value that you are because you are valuable. Give Jesus authority and Holy Spirit will dwell in you as you allow him. And that's from Romans 8 and 11. Y'all, when Jesus, when, when Father first gave me this, I am Jesus, of course, I'm like, I ain't no Jesus. And I don't even know if this is from Father. Is this the enemy? I, I just didn't know. I grew up afraid of God, a little scared of him. Always thought he was looking at me to slap me down. Always thought he was always watching me to tell me I did wrong here or to condemn me here or to tear me down here. And so the more I tried, the more I tried, it seemed like I would still go further and deeper in and deeper in. And I wanted to know him, but I yet didn't want to know him because if you're too close to me, you're going to see what I'm doing. But I'm so dumb, he see what I'm doing anyway. And you know what he told me one time? He said, I seen you when you was in that club and you took them 24 pills in Korea and you was dancing on the dance floor and your whole body came out of you. And you was on the top of the floor watching yourself dance. I was with you then. I was there then. So, you know, I started saying, okay. Okay, maybe this is him telling me I'm Jesus. Because he said, I'll, I'll never leave you. Never forsake you or leave you. I don't care what you're doing. He's right there. But I 
always thought, well, when I'm doing these things, he, he ain't, he, he's there, but he's there to condemn me. He's there to harm me. He's there to yell at me. Uh-uh. He's a kind, warm, loving God. God could have looked at us and said, okay, I'm sick of them. I'm done with them. Wipe his hand and we all gone. No, he sent the most precious thing, his son. And you know what it cost us? Not a thing. Nothing. You can be what you want to be, young people, and it don't cost you a dime. You don't have to take no GREs. You don't have to. No, I'm not saying not go to school, but we need to put in our kids that they Jesus small. Let them know who they are. And, you know, the thing about it, you know, I, I was getting so confused, like, well, I'm reading the Bible. I was like, well, Jesus did this, and he did this. So now I begin to try to be perfect. And, and, and now I'm going back again because I'm doing it. I'm trying to do it. And he said, baby, Jesus comes in so many dimensions. I take personalities, and they're Jesus. He's the firstborn of many. He said, now is where I will, I will. Stop trying to, you do, let me do. He said, I shall, I shall take care of you. I shall give you wisdom, I shall. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go try this out. I went to a couple people and I was like, you know who I am? Yeah, glow, glow, yeah, yeah. I said, no, I'm Jesus. What? You Jesus? I said, I'm Jesus. And, you know, I'm still feeling a little worried about it. I'm like, okay. Well, that was the first person. I was, it almost deterred me. Then I went to my children, and they was like, okay. You're Jesus, okay. My daughter's like, well, then that's who you are. If that's who he said you are, you are. I said, okay. Well, still not really, really convinced, but over time, it, it, it came. But I got to tell y'all, I always desired a close, I always knew it was something else. And what was that something else? Now, I'm going to say something. My brother don't even know nothing about it. He came to North Carolina one time. And um, my husband had did this 100 Men in Black program or something that he started. And it, it, it was phenomenal. But what happened, my brother was sitting at the table. And he wasn't married then. And I love my sister-in-law, Evelyn. I love her because he, he's married now. But at this time, he wasn't married. He was sitting at the table. And he was reading. And... He doesn't know this was such a defining moment in my life. And people in North Carolina, a lot of them know the story. And I was standing in the doorway, and I turned around, and I looked at him, I said, you need to get married. He said, mm, yeah, one day. I said, I got who for you to marry. He said, who? I said, you need to marry Juanita Bynes. <laughs> he said, uh, if I wanted to. I said, if you wanted to, how you can do that? Because, you know, I was just kind of saying it because I thought she was dynamic and so was he. So I said, let's put them together. He said, if I wanted to, I could. I said, how you going to do that if you want to? He said, uh, just tell God. And he kept on doing what he was doing. I turned around, I said, what? He said, I'll just tell God. Y'all, the way he said it, and it just, it just, it just, it went in my heart. It went over my body. 
And I'm looking at him. He wasn't sweating. He wasn't fretting. And he was just talking to me like he talking. I was like, you can tell God that? He said, yeah. If I wanted to marry you, I'd just tell God not marry you. I believed him because he's my brother. And I know what's in him. But then I didn't believe him because I'm like, how you just going to tell God he can marry Juanita Bottoms? He want to marry Juanita Bottoms. How you going to do that? And I said, okay. Because I never heard nobody act like they had a relationship, I mean, would say a relationship like, and he said it like, I'm going to the store. And I mean, he didn't sweat, and I was like, okay. So I went on and I started telling people about it. I said, y'all, how, how he can tell God like that? And I said, how, well, how do you get that like that? How, how, how does that work? Well, I got a, a, a friend I met, uh, she's um, from Israel. Her name is Alvarie. Well, she came from Israel. She was originally from North Carolina. She came down from um, Israel. That's where she lives. And she brought me some matzah bread and wine from uh, Jerusalem for communion. And we were in my office talking, and she was saying something about God. And she said, you know, because, you know, something, it was, I can't remember exactly what it was. And I said, she said, he's sitting right there. I don't care about him sitting right there. I said, okay, she's getting ready to die right here in my office. <laughs> okay, she's dead. And I said, what did you say? She said, he's sitting right there. And I said, you talking to him? She said, yeah, you talking to him. He heard me. I said, whoa, how she can talk to God like that? So that was the second defining moment that God was a reachable person. And not person, but personal. So my brother started it, and then Alvarie kind of finished this. I said, I'm going to have this thing. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to have it. Well, when he told me that I was Jesus, he was already preparing me, but I just didn't get it. So what I'm telling you all is we all are Jesus, and we got to believe it in our heart. And this book, it's all about me. It is all about me, y'all. My father loves me. My father loves me. And see, y'all got to get that attitude. Oh, you should be walking around here all big and bad because you're a king's kid. You're an ambassador. He didn't put you here to palm you or point his finger at you and pick on you. That ain't his purpose. His purpose is to build you, to exalt you to the wonderful people that he created you to be. He didn't come to condemn you and pull out every... No, he come to let you know that you are loved and that you got power and you got authority because everything his son has, you got it. He said he give you all... Jesus said, I give them all my glory. Look at the word. What was Jesus' glory? We got that. That's us. We should be walking around here all proud. Now, I'm not saying being arrogant, but you be proud in Jesus because that's who you are. And you know what? It's, been, it, it, it's displayed so much. Let me tell you, I went to a birthday party yesterday. And um, they said, uh, she gives us gifts, and it's her birthday. And I'm looking, and I said, okay. And I looked at my daughter because that's what I do. God gave me that some years ago. Jesus don't get a gift, but everybody else get gifts on his birthday. And he gave the greatest gift. But he's so awesome, his gift keep on going. On his birthday, everybody else get gifts. And he gave the greatest gift, but it's revolving and it's revolving. 
so yesterday I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I said, wow, look at here. She giving out gifts just like Jesus. And I bet she ain't never even thought about it. Darlene, you Jesus, baby. You gave gifts for your birthday. You didn't want nobody to bring you nothing. Do you know that's something Jesus would do? That's what, that's Jesus' heart. And we need to let people know. Don't pick on people for their faults. We all got faults and we'll never be perfect. Do I still get it right? No. But do I dwell on what I get wrong? No. Think about your children. When your children growing up and what you tell them not to do, what do they do? And when you keep harping on, you don't need to see that person. Or you don't, they go closer, and they go closer, and they go closer. Stop that. And that's the same way, this, this is Glory's testimony, okay? This is the same way I felt like I had been done in church. I ran from church because I got tired of saying, every time I go, it's something else that I ain't doing right. It's something else that's wrong. It's something else that I'm trying to do, and it's still a hole in it there. It's still something wrong. That ain't what you're supposed to do. When you leave church, you're supposed to feel good. This is the hospital. I didn't come to open your wounds. I come to close your wounds. I come to close your wounds and let you walk in the healing that Jesus provided 2,000 years ago. When he said, it is finished, it is finished. Because, y'all, we were healed then. But if you don't believe it, you ain't healed. Because you're allowing the enemy to come in and have havoc in your life. Jesus said, by his stripes, you were, were healed. So we got to start walking in that healing. Yeah, I have a pain here sometimes, but you know what, I'm healed. Because Jesus said it. Because I'm going to believe his word over even this pain. Because you know, everything we're looking at right now is temporal. None of this stuff is real. What you can see is not real. What you can't see is what's real. That's what's real. Let me, uh, let me tell you, you know, people who, who, who didn't grow up without a father, <laughs> let me tell you something, you got a father. You know, people who had fathers, I used to look at them and I'd say, I wonder what it's like to have a daddy. I wonder what that feel like. And I seen my father three times. And I remember I was um, maybe about nine, ten. I'm maybe, no, I was probably younger than that. And he came to town, and I remember as a little girl, I'm like, who this daddy person? What that mean? So I'm, a, as a child, looking around the corner like this, trying to peep it who this mysterious daddy is. What, 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 what is this? And I, I, I see nothing but a man. I, I don't know. What is his daddy? And as we grew up and, you know, different things, and I watched, and I'll tell Portia, I watched Portia's father, Mr. Hermes, so sweet, so sweet. And I was like, wow, she's so lucky. She is so lucky. And then my road dog, Judy Harris. Are you here, Judy? Is she here? That's okay. I got you in my heart. Judy's father. Mr. Marr was so nice and treated me so kind. 
And I used to think, I want this. How come I don't have this daddy? So, you know, you go on in life and you move on. And when I met my husband, I had my daughter. And I used to watch their relationship. So beautiful. And I used to tell my daughter, I don't know how to, I, don't, I, don't, I can't understand it because I never had it. I don't, I don't understand y'all relationship. And she was daddy this and daddy that. And he was my daughter this and she's a daddy's girl. And I loved the relationship, but yet I envied it. Because I didn't have it and I didn't want it. And then when something would go wrong, I, I didn't know how to minister to her because I didn't know what that relationship was to minister. Because it didn't have the daddy, the daddy to do that. So as I started this journey and after he gave me Jesus and I am Jesus, I'm still confused and I'm, I'm still not real friendly with him because I'm still halfway scared of you. So as it went on, and, 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 and I'm, I'm not going to go through my whole book because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be up here that long like that, but read my book and, and, and you'll get it. But one day I was out on the screen in porch and I'm going through a marriage and I'm trying to decide and I'm going to stay in the marriage and what I'm going to do because the Bible said, and I was told, you know, you don't, you don't leave your husband. You don't, you don't do this, you know. But let me here tell you, God wants you happy. And if, it, if that's what it means to do, then it, that's what you have to do. But that was my course. So I'm sitting out there, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have nobody to turn to. And I said, if I just had a daddy, if I just had a father, he would know what to do. And I had a godfather named Mr. Latham. And I said, if he was here, he would be so mad. And I said, he would tell me what to do. So I kind of just sat there and I said, it's okay. So I'm going in the house. As I'm walking in the screened-in porch onto the, into the kitchen in the house, I heard somebody say, daughter. And I stopped in my tracks. And he said, daughter. And I ran back on the porch and I'm looking around like, who said that? He said, daughter, I will take care of you because I'm wondering where I'm going to live. How am I going to survive? And he said, daughter, I will take care of you. I heard those words. And I said, how are you, my daddy? How does this happen? How are you my daddy? So after I got off the floor, because I didn't collapse at this point, and I'm in a heave of tears because I'm just overwhelmed. So I said, well, if you my daddy, let's do this. I talk to him all the time. Yeah. I would stay up at night just asking questions. And just talking to him and asking about things in, 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 in my life, and he showed me that he saved me at eight years old. And he just began to talk to me and show me things, and as I grew and learned, because, you know, faith come by hearing, and hearing, and hearing. It don't mean here today and forget tomorrow. Every day you hear. And I'm not telling you you got to read, because uh, I didn't read a whole chapter every day, but I did read something every day. And sometimes I would just be like, Okay, Father, what today? Tell me, tell me, tell me what today. What we gonna do? And you know, at one point, y'all, I didn't even want y'all to know him. 
And I was like, I ain't telling nobody about you. You mine. <laughs> now, they can do what they want to do. But you, you said, you my daddy. I, I ain't caring about them. You my daddy. And he had to teach me that I'm shareable glory. <laughs> I'm big enough. I'm bigger than that. But in the beginning, oh, y'all wasn't getting my daddy. Uh-uh. I had finally got father. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all wasn't having him. But over time, he showed me, and he, you know, that, that, that he's a big God. And see, he said, that, that, that I'm telling you about Jesus because, see, that's what he came. He came to introduce me as father. And you listen to everything Jesus said. Everything was my father. My father. And the only time he acknowledged him as God is when he was like this for us. So he wants, to, he wants us to know him as father. And when we begin to know him as father, and we know what the power of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is in our lives. And that we walk as Jesus. Watch the miracles. Don't worry about what you get wrong or what you don't have right and who you are. You know, a lot of times when we were growing up, we say, well, I, I don't want to be saved because I got to get right first. I, gotta, I, I, I ain't ready yet. I, no, you come as you are. Just like I was in that club high as a kite with my body outside of me, Jesus was still there. So don't never let anybody tell you you got to, you know, do this first. No, 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 no. When you take a bath, do you take a bath before you take a bath to get clean? So, I mean, how you going to get clean to come to him? He the only one that can clean you. And when he coming to you, he ain't coming to point fingers at you either. He coming to say, come here, baby. Daddy love you. Come here, I got you. It don't matter. Because you know what? It don't matter. And, and this don't take this personal, but I mean it. It don't matter what nobody in this church say about glory. Nobody. Because you know what? I know my father loved me. My father got my back. He said to me, and I said it to a young man the other day because he's been putting this in, 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 in my spirit. Your light is going to break forth like the morning. Your health will come forth speedily. My righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. And that's for each and every one of us. If we just believe. And I said, well, Daddy, I still, he said, look, just be. And I said, just be. He said, be whoever you are. Whether it be gay, whether it be straight, whether it be a drunk, whether it be a liar, whether it be a drug addict, just be and come to me because I got you. You know, we, 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 we ostracize people from the church and no, 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 no. This is the place where they're loved. How you can push somebody away from God's house? And you know what I can't stand, y'all, is this cancer culture stuff. I didn't know what it was. And I called my daughter and I was like, well, what, what's, what, what, I heard something about some cancer culture because I don't watch a lot of TV and people be telling me I don't really function and live here, but I really do. And I said, well, Jasmine, what, what does that mean? She said, well, Mom, when you do something, they, they cut your social media and they just, I cried. I said, are you serious? How can anybody call themselves canceling you? They ain't God. Right. I said, people got the nerve to cancel people? She said, Mom, they canceled a person 
They killed themselves. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Y'all, that ain't nothing but the enemy. But you know what? He know what he's doing because he's been to heaven. Y'all remember he was there. He was a powerful angel. So he don't want you to know what he know. So he going to condemn you at every hand he can. But see, when we realize and recognize that we are Jesus, oh my goodness, the things that are changing your life. And if I don't give y'all, let me, let me say this. This is what he said. From the beginning. From the beginning, from the beginning to the end. God's word is a love story written with you and me in mind. You know why? Because it's all about me. And when you know it's all about you, then it's all about him. Hurting people hurt others. So if you're a loving person, what you going to do? Love others. We don't have to try for it. It's already there, so it's there for the taking. So take it, y'all. It is time for you to believe Jesus is you. Now get up. Start walking as he is, just as you are right now. Don't worry about changing anything. Let God do it. Things happened to me I didn't even know I quit doing. I was like, when did I stop doing that? Because my focus was on Jesus. And when you focus on Jesus, everything else is turned around. I'm going to leave you with this. I got so much to say, but I'll be back. <laughs> Amen. I'm blessed with the blessings of Abraham. Repeat after me. I'm blessed with the blessings of Abraham. It's mine. Now in Christ Jesus. And it cannot be stopped. I can't be broke for being blessed. I can't be sick for being healed. I can't be defeated because in every situation, the blessing always causes me to triumph because Jesus defeated that foe. Hallelujah. Pastor Rip reminded me of something. The other night, when he gave me miracles in Muskegon, he told me, he said, uh, this handkerchief I got from Juanita Bynum's about 16 years ago, and she, she pressed her, uh, uh, her, her mantle, and she spoke it over me. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. I don't know what she's talking about, but I know what it's for, and this is from her, and I said, okay, I'm going to keep it with me. So Jesus said, uh, do you know that there's healing in articles? I'm like, yeah. He said, the handkerchief's healed. And I said, yeah. He said, there's healing in these shirts. There's healing in these shirts. If you believe it, you will see. And you're going to see the miracles of Muskegon because he didn't give me that for no reason. And when he said it's healing, it's healing. Believe it. And meet me at the table. Give the Lord a hand clap. 
Everybody say, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is great. Amen, amen. I just want to read a scripture for you. Boy, I think you did a wonderful job. In John, the 14th chapter, in verse number 12, it says, I tell you the truth. Anyone, everybody say anyone. That means anybody, anybody. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to the Father. Everybody say anybody. She, when she said, uh, you guys are Jesus, I could feel the spirit in the place, right? Remember, I talk about it all the time, man. We are Jesus with skin on it. Man. You got to remember, we're Jesus with skin on it. We get to help transform the lives. That's why he told us in, in 2 Corinthians that you are ambassadors. He said, you, you've been reconciled to me, and I'm giving you the ministry and the message of reconciliation. So when he put his Holy Spirit inside of you, Right? Then we get to operate as Jesus with skin on it. We get to go and touch people's lives, speak into people's lives, give people life in the name of Jesus. Amen? God is amazing. God is amazing. When it's all about me, when she said that, and the T-shirt has a mirror on it, if you don't know who you are in Christ, you'd never be able to touch other people's life. You have to know who you are. You have to believe in you. So when you look at the shirt and you see the mirror on it, look at it, and the whole thing is, it's all about me. God really loved me when I was on drugs. God loved me when I was prostituting. God loved me when I was getting abused. God loved me when everybody else turned their back on me. I'm important to him. It's all about me. And now that I know he loved me, now it's all about you. Hey, Chris, that's the kingdom, Chris. That's why we do so much, Orson. That's why we, I got to get his testimony. We're over time, but I got to get his testimony. Y'all heard me tell his testimony on multiple times, but he'd never been in my church. So my daughter was in Detroit, and she was in Detroit, and, uh, and she got in a car accident, and she was in college, and the car was towed up, right? And y'all don't know Nessa. Nessa is like, she goes to a panic. She, she's in a nervous wreck, right? And dad, y'all don't know what to do. So I called Chris. Uh, who's a, uh, the bodybuilders in Muskegon. I said, Chris, my daughter's car is tore up. She got in an accident. And it's, it's tore up really bad. She, I mean, it was tore up really bad. And so Chris said, man, I got you, right? And I'm like, okay. So when Chris said, I got you, he, got, he said, he called his boy. He said, I got a boy in Detroit. You know, he, he got this. So he called this guy in Detroit that owned this body shop. His name is Orson. And I'm, he's a gift from heaven. I mean, and he's, he's badder than bad. His wife badder than him, but he's bad as bad, right? And, you know, he talked fast, man. Yeah, man, you must got this, man. I get him on the phone. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, you ain't got to worry about it, bro. Yeah, cool. I got you, bro. I got Bam. In 24 hours, hit me out, man. In 24 hours, Ness was in her car and driving. Oh, hold on, that ain't it. I never got a bill. Never got a bill. I never met him, never seen him, never laid eyes on him. Never, I promise you, didn't know anything about him. But, but because of Chris and my relationship with Chris, Chris connected with him. Now, here's the thing that's very powerful. He called me up, and he was getting married. And not even knowing me, man, the spirit was so powerful, he said, man, I want you to marry me. And he blessed me and my wife, and we came down to Detroit. They took great care of us. And I got the opportunity, man, to marry this lovely, wonderful, awesome, magnificent couple. Orson and Truth, would y'all please stand? This is my fa- these are my favorite people, man. 
I love you all so much, man. Thank you all for coming. I love you. Uh, if we're going to have an altar open for those who want to come up for prayer, uh, so in, if you need prayer and you want God to do something for you, can you put that QR code on the screen, right? Uh, form. You can get different kind of ways online. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so very much. Thank you for Gloria. Thank you so much for her. Thank you for her testimony, her life. Thank you for her gift. Thank you for loving her. When she thought no one loved her, thank you for loving her. In her lowest moments, thank you for loving her. Thank you for saving her for a gift for today. Someone out there, life has been transformed because of her message. I can feel the spirit. Thank you. Thank you so much, God, for being a blessing to Kingdom MC today. So as we leave this place, whenever your presence, put your arms of protection around us. Guide our hearts. Guide our minds. Let us have a desire and a passion to love you and be a part of you. Thank you. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. The altar is open if someone wants prayer. Please come up for prayer. If you want prayer, 